Welcome to the Tavern Chat Podcast. I am your host, Eric Tankar. This is episode number 61, brought to you by your bartender in the OSR, the main proprietor of the Tankar's Tavern blog. So, we're still digging into the Command Ken bullshit. And I, there's an email thread, not too long, uh, between Louis Desi and Marcus King. Now, Marcus King is the older of Mad Axe Games and Comics. He's the one that owned the location, that Little Monsters Games and Comics, Little Monsters Entertainment, whatever the fuck it is now, <clears throat> excuse me, is, uh, is that. So, Louis sent Marcus an email. This is on July 4th. Hi, Marcus. I saw that you left me a note on one of the boards. That board will happen to be one of the uh, the blog posts at the tavern. So I'm sending you this email to ask if you still hold the note on a comic book store, Little Monsters and Comics. If you do hold the note, I would be interested in purchasing that note from you so we could come to terms to do so. The first part of this conversation is that I would need to understand exactly what the note is for and what is secured by it. If you have any documentation, that would be helpful, too. All right. Now, I'm assuming that the response from Marcus was also uh, carbon copied or forwarded to Ken. But here's Marcus's response. Oh, I remember this nozzle now. He never called, more precisely. I don't know if he ever called, but I never spoke to him. And I never saw his email either. My filter is turned up. I have had this email address for 19 years and get a ton of junk. This is the guy who was speculating that you are my financier for my store and was accusing me of receiving money from your Kickstarters to finance my store. I told him to call me because I didn't want to put anything else into text he could misquote. Again, well, here's the thing. If you're copying text, you really can't be misquoted. You can be taken out of context. You can't be misquoted. If you're on a phone call, guess what? Uh, I believe that Connecticut is like New York State. Only one side needs to know uh, that the phone call is being recorded. So, uh, uh, for example, when I was going to have a phone conversation with Gil Gygax two and a half years ago, I bought an app for my phone so I could record the call. Why? Because I expected that anything that we talked about uh, after the fact could be denied. Or I could be told that I was misquoting and I was not going to get caught in a situation where I was going to be accused of misquoting somebody. Therefore, I was going to record it. So, yeah, Marcus, phone calls don't help. All right? They're not going to... Text you from what you say. It isn't you being misquoted. It's you not liking the context of the quote. In any case, enough of my commentary. Well, you'll get more commentary from me. I can't help myself with the shit anymore. But in any case, back to the ma- uh, email. Fuck that guy. Guy thinks some shit up and then posts it. What a douchebag. By the way, Lewis, John Huston was my partner. The guy who owns Troll and try Troll and Toad, post some stupid shit about him and see how fast you are homeless and penniless. You see, that's the other thing that uh, 
Ken and Marcus have in common. They like throwing out these threats of suing you. I'm going to threaten to sue you, and therefore that will shut you up. Um, there's, in this case, they're suing somebody who is trained as a lawyer. Maybe he was never admitted to the bar. It doesn't make a difference. He is trained as a lawyer. He knows bullshit when he sees it. Uh, thank you, Marcus. Nobody's talking about uh, John Huston. So don't know why you had to bring it up. Except to make, again, the threat of a lawsuit. Not directly. I wouldn't sue you. Not me, Marcus King. <clears throat> no, but uh, John John Huston will. Get going, Marcus. Now, again, this conversation is weird, right? Because he's talking to Ken. He's talking to Lewis. We're going back to Ken. Ken, you saved my life. And though you piss me off badly sometimes, if this guy is telling you I ever entertained the notion of selling him your note, that is bullshit. Well, here, but it's the acknowledgement that there is a note. Ken says, nothing was ever given to me. Nothing was ever sold to me. It was uh, buy now, pay now, whatever the fuck it's called. And, uh, here's that note. I never considered selling him your note. Don't let this guy get you all twisted up. Enjoy your life and enjoy working for your girlfriend. All right. Now, this to me raises huge flags because I don't know if you can hear the, the cat in heat in the background outside. This is going to be awesome for the podcast. God, I'm trying not to laugh. In any case, enjoy working for your girlfriend. As I close the window, I'm going to die of heat. So, this is Marcus trying to see, see Louie, uh, Ken doesn't own the store anymore. His his girlfriend does. All right? He legitimately sold it. Well, Ken says he never sold anything, that he had nothing to sell. All right? So what's the real story here? If Ken couldn't afford to buy it, and therefore, quote, never owned it, how could his girlfriend afford to buy it? I mean, I, I would have thought that Kenny by now would have milked her for all the money she fucking has. <sighs> all right, back to the email. Lewis, if you want a statement from me about this, you can ask nicely and get a lot more cooperation than posting nasty shit online. I don't know what kind of people you usually deal with. Uh, apparently, he usually deals with somebody like, oh, I don't know, me. But I have heard you aren't even a lawyer anymore. Here's the deal, Marcus. Technically, Louis was never admitted to the bar, so he was never a lawyer. Doesn't mean he doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. Okay? He can be his own counsel. You are allowed to do so, and if you are trained to do so, then that's pretty good. All right. Unless you have some proof that I owe you money, you can quit posting about me on the Internet as a way of virtue signaling to others how you are taking on big, bad Ken. Ken is broke, so kicking a guy when he is down doesn't make you anything but a bully. Uh, no, because the whole thing is, Marcus, Ken, if either one of you guys are listening, it's not about the money, okay? Louis is not doing this about the money. He's doing it about the content. He wants to see 
the actual filmed content from Nights of the Dinner Table live action series forwarded to Jolly and Kenzer Company. What's so fucking difficult about that? That's the whole thing. You see, Ken... I don't. I Ken goes back and forth from claiming that that he lost it, it got destroyed, to send me five hundred dollars and it's like I'm buy a large hard drive and I'll forward it to you. He, his stories change. He's full of shit. Um. All right, so Louis responds to this and he, he basically goes. Uh, As far as my speculations in public, many people can understand why you would want to help Whitman from your past friendship and help he gave you over the years. But they're completely baffled as to why you would allow someone that has systematically stolen from everyone he has come into contact with over the last decade or two a safe place to operate from, continue his cons, and all the while uh, run the risk that Whitman will steal everything that is not nailed down for you and the store and your business partner. So far, it appears that Whitman has not stolen from you, or has, but no details have come out yet. But there was some mention in a posting about a problem with the arrangement. But the general consensus is that it's only a matter of time before Ken Whitman does steal from you. If Whitman never steals from you, then I do wonder why you seem to be the only one and only person that Whitman would not steal from, since, as far as I can tell, everyone that Whitman has come into contact with at least since the mid-1990s, and on, has been sorry they ever dealt with him. These people that Whitman has ruined over the past years include ruining his wife, now ex-wife, into bankruptcy in 2013 uh, with him, and then charging thousands of dollars onto a charge card of a woman that he went on a cruise with, probably with Kickstarter funds, from one of the Kickstarter projects. Now... There was all kinds of moving of assets once my lawsuit started. I pointed this out myself. They asked them, whether smoke, there's fire, and this would be an... I I don't know if the assets are being moved around to protect Ken, uh, for tax rate. I don't know. I'm not even going to speculate, but you do know the assets are being moved around. If they're being moved around, they're being moved around for a reason. And it seems strange that your partner seems to be uh, nowhere to be found or has any comment on any of this. Whitman appears to have been using the store that you sold to him to start running more cons, including selling fake Walking Dead memorabilia, and now the store has allegedly been sold to Whitman's new girlfriend, Jess Hunter. But Whitman appears to be working there most days and even is at the top of the Facebook page for the store today. It is telling that the LLC the store was claimed to have been sold to did not exist until after the sale was announced, and one of the websites tracking all this made a posting about it. That and more is why I wonder what is going on, since none of it makes sense. Well, actually, it does make sense. It makes sense if you're trying to, you know, hide assets. If you're trying to hide it from the courts, it makes perfect sense. Ken has Ken had assets, now... Ken has no assets. Ken is bankrupt. Ken is, he's, he's poor. He's, he doesn't have a penny to his name. Prior to the switching of the LLCs, yeah. Because I'd like to know what is actually under the new LLC 
Little Monster Entertainment, which is just Hunter's LLC, what is actually owned by that? Be interesting to know. Um, that more is why I wonder what is going on. To so if it makes any sense to me, it looks like there's not just one plan to shift that around, but two plans of people moving assets to avoid a lawsuit and something else. Well, that's something else. I don't know for sure what it is. Um, I would hazard a guess, and this is just me speaking out of my ass. I have no inside knowledge, but you're hiding it from the tax man because you're hiding it from the courts. You know, that's the lawsuit aspect. And what else would you hide it from? You know, I'm just gonna, you know, take an accountant uh, time to figure out who the fuck owns what. So, Marcus and his artful response. I don't give a fuck what you wonder. I don't give a fuck about you because you slandered me online with no cause. Fuck off. All right. Now, listen, Marcus has the right not to give detailed answers. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Marcus is probably best not giving detailed answers, but he gave more details than he realized he did with this exchange. Okay, because he is saying, I had the note on Ken. I never would have considered selling that note on Ken, so the note existed, right? This is the note that says Ken owes you. So Ken might say, I didn't owe nothing. No, no. You owned the store, Ken. Somebody else owned your debt on the store, and that owner of that debt was Marcus. Um, I'm guessing that note has now moved on to Jesse. Now, other questions. If this note really moved, then who has the lease? Is it still, I believe it was Jim Sears, who had the location first? Because that's the one who got out from under the lease when Kenny took on the store? Time will tell. I, I I really feel I should be mind mapping this shit with all these little bubbles and lines going back and forth, but it will never make a I, I won't be able to present it online if I did that. But there's a lot of tangled webs being woven in this fucking drama. And I thought you should hear about it. Alright, folks. I, I I'm still working on this larger thing, this larger canniness. Uh, it, it might take longer than I thought to put it together, but we'll get there. Thanks for listening. Thank you for stopping on by. I do appreciate it. Uh, we now have six ratings on Facebook. If you can go to Facebook, if, not Facebook, iTunes. If you're on iTunes, uh, if you're listening on iTunes, you get a moment, give us a rating, give us a review. I appreciate it. If you could, uh, be safe. God bless. Roll your dice well. And I will be back tomorrow with more uh, OSR gaming Kickstarter. I don't know. Maybe some more Ken drama. Surprise Ken hasn't threatened me with lawsuits because I'm sharing this on a podcast and sharing it online. If you're listening, Ken. Uh Big love and hugs from uh, Poo Poo Face. 
You can find me out in uh, Lake Geneva, Ken, because, you know, that's where you think I live. All right, folks. Be good. Bye-bye.